0: Hey, hey, how are you doing today? This is Tracy Haplick, a train with fire. I am showing up here for podcast number four, I believe. We are going to talk today about stress and our hormones. And I have talked about this before in the past, but why I'm talking about it again today is because it really, I just want to emphasize the effect that stress really can have on your period and the connection to hormonal imbalance um, with this. So, as many as of women experience irregular periods, um, which is kind of crazy. And, you know, a lot of times it's not talked about. So we feel really alone. And just by talking about it itself can help empower women. And that is why I'm here. There's lots of different causes of stress and what seems stressful to some women may not seem stressful to others. Um, So a lot of times it's maybe how you see stress and how you uh, view it. Um, Stress can affect your period and overall menstrual cycle. And can lead to amenorrhea, which I actually, um, if you've listened to some of my podcasts or videos about amenorrhea, I experienced um, from teenage until I was 20 years old, which means the absence of menstruation, but my amenorrhea was due to hormonal imbalance, just a natural thing that my body was doing. Um, And that's not normal. Um, That's another interesting story, but it can cause amenorrhea, so it can stress, can make your period disappear. If you've seen when you've been under stress, maybe your period is late. um, Maybe you spot in between and don't get a full period. Um, And then stress can also cause painful menstruation, um, abnormal bleeding and increased uh, PMS symptoms. And it's really easy to say these things. I have been there and done that, but until I've actually seen it happen to me and see the correlation on my watch and what's been going on in my life, have I actually being able to see like how much stress really does affect us. And it doesn't need to be like a huge stress, really one-time event. It's just your overall life stress and maybe filling your overfilling your cup too full, um, doing too many things. You're trying to balance so much and a lot of women are working today. So that could have an impact on the amount of hormonal distress that people are experiencing. So stress in our menstrual cycle, when we're under high amounts of stress, chronically over time, um, the period isn't the only thing being affected. High stress can lead to our uh, ovulation problems, um, and it can change the follicular and luteal phases of our cycle. Um, It can also start to cause problems in our our hypothalamus pituitary axis, which is that caught, which causes that um, absence of our period. And Too much stress over time damages women's health, because if we have too much stress, our body shuts down other parts of our um, menstrual cycle and other parts of our, you know, maybe our stomach and gut gets upset because when we're too stressed, we're just on survival mode. We're trying to survive. So we don't need to have a menstrual cycle. We don't need to maybe process our food. Our body's just trying to survive. Right. So uh, 30 percent. Of women are thirty. Women are more than thirty percent more likely than men to experience symptoms of chronic stress. So we have a unique response to stress because we do have a menstrual cycle and those different hormones. Um, we do have cortisol just like men. However, um, our cortisol affects our estrogen and progesterone and our thyroid hormones, and again, it can interact with our reproductive functioning. So that is a big deal with stress and females and why it's different for us. Um, Some high stress level signs is your energy levels. Your moods are in balance. You're irritable. You feel overwhelmed. I have, I've been there through different things, you know, track season, coaching, teaching kids, doing all the things, training myself, very overwhelmed where you feel like you're just on survival mode. Um, It can affect your digestion, your heart rate, your blood pressure, your difficulty sleeping. You can't concentrate. It can affect your hormone imbalance and your blood sugar imbalance because of that cortisol that's being released. Um, so obviously stress is good. There's a thing called you stress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S and you stress is good stress. Like, uh, I've been trained for a marathon. That's kind of a, it's a good stress. As long as I'm under control with it, it's a good pressure. It's exercise. It may not be what my body needs at the age of 49, but here we are. And actually making space to get better sleep, eating healthier. There are things you can do. So you don't have to like give things up just because maybe you get older and it's not what's right for your body. But stress over time um, can go away quickly. as reach your fight or flight response. Um, when we have to slam brakes on our car to stop, we our energy flight it comes up and we it's all of a sudden this huge excitement. Um, but and then it kind of goes away. But if that happens over time, chronically, our body starts to suffer. Our well being starts to suffer. We can um, this can. Things that can affect so potential stressors or sources of stress that can affect our overall health and well-being can be emotional, social, or psychosocial. Our bodies don't know the difference between an emotional stress and a physical stress. It still does the same thing in our physical body. Um, nutrition imbalances, um, if our blood sugar is imbalanced, if we under-exercise, or if we over-exercise, it can cause stress. Uh, the poor sleep, the um fasting or not eating enough food can cause stress response and cortisol and, ha- and cause women to hang on to that belly fat um if we're injured or sick if we have food intolerances we are uns- um we don't know about um and then of course we've got the environmental toxins which if you've been drinking out of those plastic you know water bottles that sit out and bake in the sun outside of a grocery or of a grocery store or convenience store stop drinking out of those grab yourself uh, a reusable Tin, something non plastic, because those plastics seep into our water and can cause hormonal um, imbalance. So, managing our stress. So, it's very easy to talk about all the things that cause it, but how do we manage our stress? So, first, we have to think about uh, the first one, which would be the psychological stress. So, if we feel like we're being left out. Um, we get anxiety from work. We have conflicts with people. Um, we worry too much about what people think or if you've experienced any trauma, abuse, or violence in your life. Those are some psychological stressors. Um, things you can do to kick the psychological stress is practice yoga, listen to music, or meditate. That help; Those practices help our body recognize that we are safe. Eating healthy and balanced meals is also helpful, uh, limiting our alcohol and caffeine daily exercise, good sleep, breathing techniques also help the autonomic nervous system recognize it's safe and slow down, reach out to friends and family and uh, keep a journal of when you're feeling anxious. And some of you might be like, well, I'll be writing all day long. And I get that I've been there, but just being aware really helps too. Um, mindfulness and meditation. So just building that awareness around your stress and realizing how it does, it really does affect us. Um, I was totally, uh, not because of a bad life or anything, just stress out, just doing too much for too long. Um, I didn't realize what it was doing to my body. Our body does keep track. We don't just have a stressful day and it's done over time. Our body keeps track of what's happening. Uh, so we need to really think and act about how we can reduce our stress and anxiety. Um, if it's something you have problems doing on your own, seeking out social support and therapy can help too. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, nutritional imbalances, you know, if you're eating junky food, the blood sugar is up and down, blood sugar causes stress in that body. So really try to pay attention to natural foods, foods, you know, where it came from. Um, and other ways you can beat stress is working with a nutrition professional um, or a health coach like myself, um, eating regularly balanced meals, getting enough protein is going to help. Um, Fiber is a huge one for uh, women also, especially if you're trying to lose some weight. And again, minimizing the alcohol and reducing our caffeine. It kind of helps our body even out a little bit and also helps with our weight loss and those type of goals because it makes your liver clean out toxins and even better when we're not um, loading our liver with alcohol or caffeinated beverages. And then of course, some of us are guilty of exercising too much. And some of us are guilty of exercising too little. Um, I've definitely been um, the cardio queen in life and things are changing for that um, because we know regular physical activity is, is important for everything, right? And we have to fuel those workouts too. Um, with proper nutrition. Um, So be careful jumping on the bandwagon of fasting. Um, You know, that the easiest fast is donate after dinner, eat your dinner, you know, between five and 6 PM. So that way you have a couple hours for your body to digest. That way, when you go to bed, your autonomic nervous system is ready to rest. And that can help uh, your body recover from your exercise and, um, get and take care of those toxins and to, um, absorb those good nutrients you ate during the day. So, and aerobic exercise also well-fueled exercise and aerobic exercise can reduce PMS symptoms because we have a lot of people that are afraid to exercise when they feel cramps, things like that, but it's actually the best thing you can do. Um, poor sleep is also linked to, um, to hormonal imbalance because, at night, that's when our body is uh, fixing itself and balancing everything out. And if we're getting poor sleep over time, those hormones and those toxins don't have a time to to reach where they're supposed to be because we're so amped up. And so that's that where you feel tired, but wired and getting into that good food, uh, you know, eating dinner and then letting your body be able to not be digesting when you go to bed, rest and then not eating again until the next morning um, that can help not only balance those nutrients, but getting better sleep because you're not eating and drinking up until you go to bed. So getting into a consistent sleep schedule, thinking about what you're being mindful of what you're eating and drinking and thinking, is this going to help me in the future? Right. Um, create a restful environment. I don't think our environment in our bedroom is what's the problem. I think it's what we do during the daytime that sets us up for, for failure, for good sleep at night. Cause we've heard forever, you know, to, um, uh, have a cool bedroom, quiet um, and comfortable temperature. But one thing that a lot of people make a mistake is, is being on that screen just before bed. We That's something that we will talk about and work on is making sure you are getting off those screens at least an hour before bedtime, not doing any work before bedtime. We actually have a 10 3 one sleep um, guide that we'll talk about in my online course. And it's gonna really help um, open your eyes to more of those sleep things and things you can do during the day that include circadian rhythm and when to see the sunlight. And, um, that can help set your circadian rhythm for better sleep. So there's some things, yeah, we need to, we, we know we need to get better sleep, but do we actually take time to have time to somebody to think about, um, what you need to do to get better sleep than just trying to go to bed early? That's just the least of our problems is thinking about that, right? So again, in that course that we're going to be working on my uh, hormone course, I'll talk about here at the end. um, We're going to get to that and work on an action plan for you. Um, So also that whole blood sugar level thing is trying to keep trying to space off. We were taught to eat small meals throughout the day, right? But instead of that, keeping your blood sugar at a more level space throughout the day. So three large meals, and i don't mean large as in like you know 3000 calories i mean large as in getting all of your protein in creating your meals around your protein so i bring a salad to work a lot and I noticed you know I was trying struggling to get my protein in. and well that's gonna be another podcast. It's how to do that. But instead of bringing one packet of tuna on a day that I do do just a tuna, I brought two. So instead of having only fourteen grams of protein in my salad, I double up, I bring two of those packets, so that doubles it up to twenty eight grams of protein. And then that Greek yogurt after it puts me over thirty. So I have got all that protein in there that's gonna keep me satisfied and gonna balance that blood sugar throughout the afternoon until my Five, between five and six o'clock meal for dinner. So, just something to think about on those glucose levels and stress. So, I hope these little things helped. I hope they piqued your interest. If you'd like to learn more or you really want to start putting some things into practice, please join us. Um, I will link underneath these notes our um, hormone hub, Empowering Women's Wellness. It's going to be put you in a Facebook group. And that is for people that are going to be joining us soon in my beginner, um, hormone harmony course called it, uh, hormone harmony and, um, empowering women's wellness. And all these things I talked about, not only is it going to bring that hormones into harmony, but it's also going to help you maybe lose that stubborn weight that you haven't been able to lose it's going to help you sleep better. It's going to improve your social life. It's going to make uh, your personal life better, make you happier, make you more confident. Just all those things that you maybe miss in yourself, or uh, just haven't been feeling good, but maybe your doctor's telling you that there's nothing wrong, but you still feel like there is. So uh, jump into that course. It's going to be our first one ever, and it's going to be deeply discounted because I am going to be working with you personally. Um, And I'm going to ask you to uh, fill out some surveys, things like that, to make sure that I'm serving you with what you want. So if you're interested in that, jump in with us and we'll be covering all these awesome things um, based on some of the things I talked about today. So if you like what you're hearing, please, as everybody says, like, share, follow, blah, blah, blah. I would really appreciate it. Um, I'm just a, uh, not just, I am a mother of two Uh, teacher, coach, been doing all the things and just sharing my um, hormonal journey with you. And I hope that um, you can find some hope in what I'm sharing. So have an awesome day. We'll talk to you later. Bye.